Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. friends. I hope you're doing great. Brian Hardy here with another episode of Redefining Reality. It's been a minute. I have missed y'all. Life is moving fast. Magical things are happening. And uh, I want to plug in because the podcast is something I love to do. And yet, uh, for a number of reasons, I have not been releasing a whole lot of them. I've been recording some still, but not releasing a whole lot of them. And that's because I am really focusing on building my practice, building my health coaching practice, building my um, event presence in Toronto and looking at different collaborations and different product development opportunities. Um, So I've been busy. I've been busy, but not too, too busy. Really learning to work smart and not hard or harder, right? You want to work hard, but not always harder. Um, when you can leverage things, right? So I've been tuning into that and uh, recording podcasts, but not releasing a whole lot. So I wanted to release this one for you guys because it's a good one. And uh, if you've been following for a while, you know that last October, I was at the Biohacker Summit here in Toronto. And that was a fantastic experience um, where I got to meet a really diverse group of people. Lots of cool products, lots of cool people, lots of fun opportunities and uh, sharing of amazing meals and just having a blast with this community. And uh, this podcast here today is one of the last ones that I recorded from that summit. Uh, I think I still have a couple things in the can, but we'll see about that, whether they get released. I think some files actually got lost, unfortunately, Um, but this one did not get lost. So it's a double header. I got Tim Gray and Timu Arena two amazing gents from over in Europe that uh, you'll hear more about shortly. Um, But before we get into the podcast itself, I want to bring your attention to a few fun things. So firstly, if you are in Toronto, if you are into health, if you are struggling with your health, come and reach out. Please email me, hit me up on social media. We are rocking things down at Vita Integrative Health, Um, soon going to be relocating right near Young and Eglinton, and uh, that's going to be an amazing space where we have some Rife machines to play with, we have PEMF machines to play with, we've got the Rapid Release, my favorite bodyworking tool to play with. It's a great time. And we've got some really regenerative health optimizing technologies that we want to share with more people. We want to share with you. So if you're listening to this, reach out, come on in, hit me up, and uh, we'll give you a bit of a taste for what's going on in the clinic because it's, it's really a blessing to be part of this team and to be able to share these things that I've been following and experimenting with on myself 
for years, but now to have a formal setting where it's a beautiful fit and uh, yeah, being brought in to share that expertise, it feels really good. So know that that is there and know that we are here for you if you need help and want to regenerate and prevent surgery, prevent the unnecessary degradation of your body and your mind. It is not what aging has to be. We are literally redefining aging and redefining um, what healthy, vibrant, long living can be. Um, so that's our mission there. And definitely hit us up if you're local. Another thing, if you're local, the Neo Retreat, Neo Retreat. This is going down on March 9th. It's the first one of its kind, and it's a half-day urban retreat. Going to be featuring myself and four other fantastic facilitators, a couple friends of mine, uh, Kiki, Anthony, I can't say her last name. I'm sorry, Kiki. If you hear this, I'm sorry. But know that I love you and uh, looking forward to collaborating with you on this event. And uh, yeah, Kiki's going to be talking about adaptogens and all that goodness, dealing with stress through herbal allies. Um, we've also got my friend Oksana, the Canadian biohacker, who's talking, uh, I believe, sleep, biohacking sleep. We've also got a movement specialist who I haven't met yet. Um, I'm going to be leading some breath work and some visualization and some um, accountability practice, really taking what we learn and implementing it. And it's just going to be a great time. So I very highly encourage you to join us for this event. It's March 9th. Tickets are available. There's a Facebook event link that you'll find in the show notes for this episode, all of which are at brianhardy.ca forward slash Tim and Timu. That's T-I-M-A-N-D-T-E-E-M-U. brianhardy.ca forward slash Tim and Timu. That's where you're going to find all the show notes for the things that I'm talking about and mentioning. And the Neo Retreat in the City here in Toronto, uh, that is happening March 9th. So don't sleep on tickets because there's only, I think, 50 available. And it's going to be electric. And the first of many, I believe, coming from these guys and from yours truly. So having said that, the other people I want to mention, companies I need to shout out are Vitaging, as always. I mean, if at this point, if you've been listening for a while and you don't have medicinal mushrooms or adaptogenic herbs in your life, then clearly I'm not being convincing enough with the benefits of these allies, of these tools, because they're amazing. They are amazing. I give them to virtually everyone I work with. I take them myself, multiples each day, and... Um, I know that I'm going to live a better, more energized, healthier life because of it. So definitely check out Vitaging. Use the code HARDY if you want to save 10% on anything in their store. Really, I'm digging these days the reishi, the cordyceps, the chaga, as always sort of my mushroom go-to. Um, and then I'm really digging the Siberian ginseng as a, a mid-afternoon sort of pick-me-up. You know, when I don't want caffeine or stimulants of any kind, but I need more energy to just power through the busy day or go hit the gym, I'm reaching for the Siberian ginseng. Um, ashwagandha would be another one that's a really uh, a staple in my life and really, really beneficial. So check out Vitaging, get it, enjoy it. Let me know how you do, how you use it, if you get it. 
Uh, don't be one of those people who buys a bunch of awesome things and then doesn't use them because they don't know how to use them. Reach out, you know, go online, check out their Instagram page. They got lots of recipe ideas on there to get you started. And the other thing I need to shout out is Human Charger. I actually had the Human Charger uh, featured on an episode a little while back, which you can find in the show notes. And uh, they are releasing, they just released a new wireless Bluetooth audio enabled headset so although i personally am not one to wear bluetooth headsets for any period of time i do see that a lot of people do and that's the way they live and they're willing to take that risk of wearing a bluetooth headset and uh, go about their day so i mean i stick with my regular human human charger which is actually on sale on a sweet discount right now and it does wonders for seasonal affective disorder and for energy um, but this new one is looking fantastic, and you can save 20% with code HARDY20 on the Human Charger. And last but not least is Qualia. They are still giving their first month of subscription, which you can cancel at any time, 50% off plus the discount codes. So it's 65% off a month supply of Qualia Focus or Qualia Mind. I don't know about you. But given the potency of that stuff and the effectiveness that it's been in my journey and in my toolkit, um, it's really a no-brainer, at least to try. Just try it and see what's possible, and then you can pull back and reevaluate and see if you want to go on it long-term or just keep it for you know every now and then. Um, but it is profound when you get the feeling of what nootropics can do. For a lot of people, it's life-changing. So just wanted to shout them out. And again... You will find all of that at brianhardy.ca forward slash Tim and Timu. Okay, enough blabbering from me. Hopefully, not hopefully, what am I talking about? I trust that you will enjoy this episode. The audio quality for Timu's section, which comes second, uh, gets a little bit chopped up. It was a busy, you know, show floor uh, environment where we were, where we recorded and so there's some background noise that points, but I did my best to sort of bring up Timu's uh, voice and, uh, you know, get rid of some of the fuzz. But it's not the best audio. I'm just going to say it right now, it's not the best audio. But if you can get through it, I appreciate you. If you can't, I understand. But it's good. It's quality stuff. And uh, the last thing I want to say is I'm going to play you out with one of my absolutely favorite songs I've got on repeat these days. Mr. Rob Ricardo, and this is called House of the Sun. It is an epic anthem that lights me up without fail, and I hope it does the same for you. And uh, without further ado, I want to rock you into these back-to-back double-header interviews with two amazing dudes in the realm of health optimization and biohacking in the whole badass community that is assembling worldwide around these things which you are now part of because you listen to this podcast. So thank you for showing up, for tuning in, for showing your support. All of it is so appreciated because without you, this podcast doesn't really serve much of a function except allowing me to have a creative outlet, um, which is a function. Don't get me wrong. That is a function and it fills me up regardless. You know, regardless if I make cash from this podcast regardless if it becomes my full-time business, which I would love for it to become because I know I'm good at it and I know I've got something here. And uh, if you feel the same way, then perhaps donate or let me know and maybe I'll start a Patreon page or something like that. Um, But 
I'd rather just be able to fund it with residuals from my other businesses. Um, and so when you support the sponsors that I talk about, when you support the events that I go to, when you support yourself and myself by, you know, being a coaching client, signing up to optimize your own health and get to the root of what's challenging you, all of those things support the podcast and are so, so appreciated. So all that said, here is Tim, then we'll get into Timu. Have yourself a fantastic day and be well. What's going on, people? Brian Hardy here, checking in again from the Toronto Biohacker Summit with Spark. And I'm sitting down with Tim, and we're having a very inspired conversation over lunch. And uh, so we're just going to dive into it. Tim's over here from the UK. He is up to some very cool things in terms of expanding this community, right? Really uh, transcending the limitation of the term biohacking, which a lot of people just don't vibe with, right? Um, and so we're going to dive into a little bit of that. Then I'll blast through some of my rapid fire questions that we've been playing with during the conference. Mm -hmm. And we'll see where it goes. But first of all, thank you for being here and taking the time. It's cool. Right nice on. See you. And so, uh, health optimization, right? That's the term we were just speaking. It's, it's a vision. It's a movement. It's a all-inclusive paradigm for expanding a lot of the best aspects that we're seeing here. I would love to hear a little bit of, you know, how that came to be and where you're going with that and what the vision is for that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a, <clears throat> I guess, compounded thing over a period of time, being in the biohacking space for five, six, seven years, you know, seven years now, um, through health motivations, obviously, like a lot of people. Um, and um, I opened a hyperbaric clinic two years ago in London, just because I, I, I tried hyperbaric after hearing Dave Asprey speaking about it. And um, I felt amazing from it, like incredible. Like there was something very, very different. So it was through wanting that nearby, I opened a clinic. And as a result, getting to meet some really incredible people in this space, some of the big, the big guys, without even realizing they were the big guys, because mm. I'd been researching for years without realizing it. Um, was there a particular issue you were treating with the hyperbaric, if you don't mind? Yeah, so I, I um, had good health until about seven years ago um, and started getting infections, forming kidney stones, bloating, the usual route. The doctors yeah. gave me antibiotics. Things got worse and worse and worse to the point where um, I couldn't even leave the house. I couldn't even hold an umbrella up. I had so little energy. Like my mm. mitochondria are absolutely just ruined. Um, and uh, so that was, I guess, got to the point where it was just spiraling out of control, the usual thing that the system, system uh, mm. causes these days, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so my energy was poor and I'd worked in a, for a long time trying to fix that. Um, various different things from liver flushes, um, if you're in this community, yep. you obviously know those things, um, and all the different protocols along the way, including gut cleanses and everything in between mm. um one i just happened to hear, hear dave asprey mention hyperbaric oxygen therapy he said it's really good for your energy and mental clarity it's like right i'm on that yeah. and i searched across the uk for a clinic and there just happened to be a little farm in the middle of the countryside that had um, a phd of uh, 30 years running a little clinic and um, i tried it loved it felt amazing from it mm -hmm. um, and just said to him that i want this nearby this open the clinic okay. so we did in london and it went from there. So for me, it made my energy great, my energy, my mental clarity very, very clear. 
um, compared to anything I'd had for several years, and I knew there was something in it. Yeah. It is a plaster. Hyperbaric is a plaster, i.e. if your body is working correctly, you won't need more oxygen, mm -hmm. or you like to flood your cells with more oxygen. Um, but it is still a, an amazing intervention to help your body heal properly, yes. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then, so, um, you've been on this journey, doing your own thing, mm. bringing access to these, some of these tools. Mm. Um, and then, describe, you're describing a conversation that you had with someone mm. about, you mentioned the term biohacking and then being yeah. totally put off. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I've, yeah, one of the, actually several, quite a few people I've spoken to along the way that don't know biohacking as a term turn their nose up at it and they just yeah. think it's body hacking, transhumanism or something like that and yeah. think it's really extreme stuff. They don't realise that it's optimising your health. Yes. Um, and so after speaking with loads of people in and out of the industry and going to the hyperbaric um, conferences and things, talking about biohacking they just really didn't get it. And mm. so the words that kept on coming up were health and optimisation. Um, mm. And so from a psychological and marketing perspective, which is what my background is uh, for the last 15 years, it's kind of like, well, what's the goal? It's health optimization. Um, and it's not so niche as biohacking, so therefore it's more understood. Um, so really broadening the horizons and says biohacking that has a limited reach, essentially. Um, and working on things like gut optimization or energy optimization or Hormones yeah. or whatever. Anything it fits within the health optimization banner, which can draw much bigger numbers in. Mm. And I guess the reason why, why we're speaking right now and yeah. over dinner by chance is that I want my, my goal is not money focused, it's about fueling this movement for people to get better. And there's some amazing, incredible information out there. Mm. Um, and yet, because of the system the way it is, and because of the label of biohacking, Yep. People aren't open to hearing it, but under health optimization, certain interventions and things that should be well known aren't and mm. can be under the health optimization bracket, I guess. Right on, right on. Yeah, it's always uh, the power of language mm. never ceases to amaze me, right? And the spells we can cast with that language, mm. right? Mm. And. Uh, it really is, it makes all the difference, mm. right? It makes all the difference with how someone perceives something, mm. how they are either put off or brought in, um, mm. how you can undermine you know, the system in a sense mm. and play with the loopholes and all these different things, right? Mm. Um, uh, I so mean, I love that. We're, I mean, the, the population, the world is influenced by, by so many things in the media um, and no one's, it seems like the system is keeping it where it is opposed to expanding it wider and I think the label is one thing definitely um, mm -hmm. to bring awareness. I'm very very pleased with that and I'm, I'd really like to get, I'm working on getting on board some of the big names out there in, in the health optimization space. Um, I won't go into their names right now but um, to get those guys on board to say let's work together collaboratively to fuel this movement once mm -hmm. and for all, get all of the biggest minds in, in one place. Um, I'm planning the Health Optimization Summit 2019 for London mm. where the biggest and best names will come in to draw the numbers yeah. um, with more specific researchers and topics coming in as well so that everyone gets the same reach um, with the mindset to fuel the movement. Um, yeah and grow this community significantly. And I think the ones that are more extreme, the all-in-or-nothing types that are in biohacking at the moment, mm. we can say, well, actually, 
health optimization is the broad term. Yep. Here's the, the things within it. But if you want the more extreme area, here's biohacking. And yep. then, and yeah, that's where they fit into within the niche. And I think really encompassing paleo, ketogenic, vegans, um, and all the different mindsets saying, well, actually, we're all the same. We all have the same goal. Let's, let's put our minds together mm -hmm. and grow this mm -hmm. is really what my goal is for the whole thing. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, the time is now. Right? It is. Unify, it is. amplify, expand, mm. and just you know, change things, make yeah. things better. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. To dive into some of the rapid fire questions. So... What would be your, and you may have already answered this one, mm -hmm. but your favorite self-care practice? Sleep optimization. Okay. That, that, is, that is it. Like, whatever you have to do to sleep better. Mm. Although I'm a bit deprived of it at the moment because of the traveling and the yep. conference and yep. um, whatnot. Optimizing my sleep. And I do that, obviously, using the Aura Ring. Yep, um, yep. My favorite biohack or tool, should I say. Mm -hmm. um, for, for instance, optimizing my sleep is... Uh, using an earthing bed sheet, mm -hmm. uh, blackout blind, mm -hmm. CBD, uh, niacin, because uh, I'm working mm -hmm. on my methylation, um, okay. so that helps calm that. Yeah. Um, red light therapy later on in the day, yeah. blue blocking sunglasses um, yeah. Yeah. to... Um, melatonin. Yeah, so basically, yeah, yeah. And I, I test, have tested many times melatonin accordingly. Um, and there's probably about eight or nine different things that I do every day to help optimize my sleep. And in terms mm. of gamification, this helps me gamify that. And I get it anywhere from 90 to 95 um, out of 100 every night as a result. Not here, mm. <laughs> not while I'm here. No, not um, traveling time zones yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so sleep optimization, because if you fix your sleep, your body heals properly, everything else falls into line. That's the top-down approach, opposed to the bottom-up, as in like yes. whatever the symptoms are. So that really cures a lot of things. Um, the second thing is hydration and yes. um, remineralizing. Everyone thinks, and this is a really important topic right now for me specifically and a lot of the group um, in London, is that people think hydration is to drink more water. And all they're doing is dehydrating themselves by drinking more water because they're flushing out all the minerals mm. opposed to remineralizing with the water. So you can actually yes. drink a lot less than you would imagine if you remineralize. And I use one of several brands um one of which i like at the moment is totem sport um and that's mm. um i guess seawater that comes from sea plankton so it's got the enzymes in it mm. um and i've been testing that over the last three months and um my, with my full blood count and looking at the electrolyte balances coming back into the line for the first time since i've been tracking over the last seven years mm. so um, hydration is number two, yes. so not more water, it's the right amount of water with the right minerals in it. Uh, I heard a statistic, and this isn't precise right now, but um, is that by the time you're 70 or 80, you're like 40% dehydrated in terms of minerals. Um, mm. So I, I can't vouch for those specific statistics, but I think it's still interesting from the mindset that we're drinking more and more water, and how many people do you know that say, oh, I just, I'm always thirsty and I wake up every night to go pee? You know, if you're mineralized properly, you're not. You don't do that. Yeah. It literally works properly. Yeah. And that helps the body fall back into line with health as well, significantly. Yeah. Um, and energy um, and whatnot. So that's that. And then the third one, uh, in terms of favorite biohack, is hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Because, of course. It's, I mean, you know, yeah. I put other things in front of hyperbaric, even though that's kind of like one of my things. Mm -hmm. It shows that those other two are so, so, so important. Yeah, it's the foundation. Yeah. Right, and you yeah, can't it is. the foundation. Mm. Mm. Very cool, very cool. 
if you were to be stranded on an island and can only bring either one superfood, tonic herb, or supplement, what would you want to bring? Give me a second for this one. Wow. Um, I would say something like some rock salt, in all honesty, mm. to go with the to go with the mineral mineral water yeah. um, for proper hydration. And that's what. Yeah. I mean, I carry Himalayan rock salt around with me wherever I go. Yeah. Um, or a packet of Totem Sport. Yeah. Um, which is convenient. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm. And. Um, What's a book you might share that has been profoundly shifting in your life? The Mercury Diaries. The Mercury Diaries. The Mercury Diaries, Diaries yeah. A story, and I, actually whenever I'm interviewed or speak on podcasts, it's always the same book, um, just because it's so mind-opening, it's expansive in terms of mindset, and it's about a, a London city trader um, mm -hmm. that, um, that got very very ill and the system couldn't help him and so he started researching and it turned out he's very mercury toxic he couldn't mm. even eat anything other than salad he was so ill and his oh. road to recovery and all the things that he did along the way so that taught me okay. about um like iodine therapy adrenal fatigue and how to help that liver flushes like it's just such a such a great book um and i got to know the author very well he's he's an awesome guy as well um, and it just shows a true journey of health optimization without mm. using the system, except for where it really needed. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's my number one. Okay. Um, and write I that think one down. I'd like to I'd like to put alongside that a book by um, Ryan Holiday, which is the obstacle is the way, mm -hmm. um, which is equally but in more in mindset an expansive mindset is. Um, yeah, The Obstacle is the Way is just a life-changing book for anyone that's on a journey like this because it, it tells you what stands in the path becomes the path. Yeah. And so when people say you must be really upset that you got so ill, I was like, no, I love it. I'm really happy because I've got to meet awesome guys like you, come to amazing things like this. And for a selfish, selfish guy I was beforehand that didn't care about anything else other than business mm. um, and eating pizzas and pasta and all the things that as a true yep. biohacker you, you know that it just isn't right. Yep. Um, it makes you look and be grateful and thankful for the things that have happened on the journey for why you are right here, right now, today. Amen. So yeah, I'd like to put that alongside. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can throw in extras. <laughs> we'll take the bonuses. We'll take the bonuses. Um, this you may have also answered, but again, one myth or misconception that you'd like to dispel. I know we've already dispelled a few. But if there's any more you want to throw in there. Um, hmm. I would say that the hydration thing is, is one of the big things. I mean, also eating healthy isn't eating lots of fruit and lots of vegetables and uh, drinking lots of milk and mm -hmm. drinking tap water. It's like, it's just, I mean, that, that most yeah. people will go, oh, yeah, what's he talking about? He's paranoid. You know, you can live in a world of fear, but mm -hmm. that's we know in these circles that that is incorrect yeah. and it's not long until the system loses grip of that and it becomes common knowledge and i yeah. think there's three stages and i can't remember the exact wording or terminology but in any um progression it's like first it's ridiculed second it's accepted and third it's taken as you know self-evident and that's mm. the same with the medical system it's the same with any of these things and you know that's what's happening right now yeah. and i think with the social media the growth of social media the system, the system, one of many, um, 
can't control it like they used to. And social media, it's people talking, saying, you know, that's not working, that's not working, and discussing these things. And it was forums once upon a time. Yep. Now it's much bigger picture, and I think this is fueling us towards a new thing. And hopefully, people will start listening and going, well, actually, yes, we know these things work. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. Um, and this one gets a bit more personal. So, uh, if there's a habit or belief that you're currently or would like to let go or transcend? I, I would like to change that to say something that is a massive driving force in my life because I've worked in psychology or been in psychology and trained as a cognitive hypnotherapist and worked mm. under some of the best people on the planet mm. for years so it's something that I've worked on and I have let go of those things a lot of them when no one's perfect and sure we're mm. constantly growing and trying to be better but I like to focus on what I do want opposed to what I don't want um, and I think most people focus on what they don't want so I would like to say that a biggest driving force in my life is the mindset of that there is a way around everything it's just a matter of finding it that was taught to me by my grandmother as a as a kid and it's stuck with me ever since and i think when people say tim you know, some big plans or big goals or that's not possible i was like don't tell me it's not possible like mm. there's a way around everything it's just a matter of finding it and i think that that's the one thing that i would like to state instead is what i don't want okay yeah that wise woman she was yeah she was right on right on um Last question, just because the name of the show is Redefining Reality. When you hear that phrase, Redefining Reality, what does that bring up inside of you? Wow. It's literally communication of the way that it should be that we're told it's not. And I think the medical system is one of those things. Um, and yeah I, I think for me it's I see the way it's going already and from the, the amazing people I've been meeting along this along this journey and me you know discussing these big ideas I mean redefining is it's mm. happening it's happening and it's getting faster and faster and faster mm -hmm. um, I'd like to think that we're working on and connecting all these things together right now from summits like this yeah um, moving towards that so I think exactly what you're doing, what you're discussing and spreading the knowledge is, is doing that. Okay. I hope right that on. answers your question well enough. Right on. Yeah, no, it's a good, uh, good affirmation for the path I'm on and the work I'm doing. So thank awesome. you. Uh, if people want to stay abreast, connect to your clinic in London, find mm -hmm. you online, find out about the details for this upcoming mm -hmm. health optimization movement, where's the best place? Um, so Instagram, I'm Tim Biohacker UK at the moment. I'm sure that will change in the <laughs> near future. Um, if you, if you uh, Google Biohacker London Meetup, mm -hmm. that's where most of us are located. There's a Facebook group and whatnot from there. Mm -hmm. um, and the clinic is Hyperbaric Oxygen Therapy London. We just, we just come up. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks for your time, man. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay. For everybody listening, if you enjoyed this, you know what to do. Hit like, hit subscribe, and share this message with someone in your circle in your life who would benefit. Because that's how this happens. Thank you for tuning in. Have a beautiful day. Signing out from the Biohacking Summit. Be well. Okay. So that is Tim. Tim is a badass. The Health Optimization Summit is going live this fall summer 
in the end of August, I believe. I am intending to be there. I've never been to Europe, so it seems like a pretty darn good excuse to make my way over there and uh, be part of what could be a game-changing event. Um, but now for Mr. Timu Arena, who is a author, a professional speaker, uh, the curator, and one of the founding members of this whole biohacking summit. And these guys go around the planet creating these amazing events. And so I've got a lot of love and respect for Mr. Timu. He's a multi-passionate, multi-talented individual who's really doing some big things, very inspiring guy, and uh, had some awesome recommendations in this short but sweet episode, or interview, rather, short and sweet. He's a busy guy. He's running a, a international summit, so... Um, I wasn't able to get too much of his time, but what I got was fantastic, and uh, he's a real class act. So enjoy this part with Timu, and I'll catch you soon. Sitting down with Mr. Timu Arena, one of the visionaries, pioneers, guys making it happen behind the scenes, pushing the biohacking movement into different countries, different nations, and uh, we're super glad that you came to Toronto, so thank you. My pleasure. It's all about facilitating the you know, people who are already out there, like you, to come together and share knowledge about biohacking, and that's what really drives me, is just to see all these magnificent people meet each other. Mm. So you're like the super connecting biohacker visionary, mm. putting the pieces together. Yeah, I think you know it's, that's like creating a whirlpool, that, draws you know, all these interesting experiments and people and experimenters together to create something new. And uh, the sense of community is key for, uh, I think, transformation on a societal level. Definitely, definitely. And that's something that we talked about yesterday at the dinner, right? And not to get too in-depth into that, but the first time I've ever had at an event like this where you know, the guests are encouraged to get in there, right? Put their love, put their intention, learn, share, connect. Uh, and then eat together and just bond in that way, which is, I think, more powerful than the food itself, is the bonding of the human connection. Certainly, absolutely. I mean, many nutritional recommendations internationally, they focus on the what, but not really how. Uh, and the Brazilians, they have in their uh, dietary recommendations the fact that you should always eat together with family and friends cook the whole food from the beginning to end yourself mm. and we are sometimes omitting that in a you know, fast food, fast culture yeah. world where we, we expect everything to come us when we need it mm. and uh, food is something that really connects people, it enables you to create a space for taking really a break and reflecting and sharing and I think that's key um, for uh, also something that we are completely forgetting when it comes to eating because if you are eating in a hurry uh, you're often in a sympathetic uh, nervous system, over-dominated state, uh, and you're not able to digest the food here. Your body is not ready for it, so preparing yourself to it and, uh, is one key thing. And if you look at the blue zones, the areas where people live the longest, one thing that connects many of them is that they kind of go and cook together with friends and family and uh, share what they've learned. Mm. I think that's very important. 100%. 100%. I know we don't have a ton of time, so I want to blast through some uh, speed round sort of questions. Let's go. What's your favorite self-care practice? My favorite self-care practice is definitely meditation at these times. And I usually combine that with many other things. So I might use that with cold exposure. It might be with red light therapy. It might be with spike mat. It might be with uh, binaural beads or, or some neurofeedback kind of things. But definitely 
Meditation is something that creates enough distance between stimulus and response and helps me to be more in the present moment. I enjoy more. I can, I can be in a more relaxed state. Uh, I'm a professional speaker. I give a hundred talks a year. And it's, it's a very um, stressful environment in a way. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, running from one place to another and, and uh, getting prepared for a gig. And uh, just to be able to have a little bit of distance uh, from what's going on simultaneously being more present and more mindful about things is, is what, where my true performance really comes from. Beautiful. One book that changed your life forever? One book that changed my life forever? Oh my goodness. There's many, many, many uh, good uh, books out there. Let me think of one. Um, I mean, you can always loop back to that yeah. if you want to give your subconscious some time to yeah. work on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. There's, um, many, there's many great books. Um, it's hard to pick. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to pick. Um, and this next one is probably similar, right? So if you were stranded on a desert island or some tropical island and you can only bring one supplement or superfood with you, what would you want to have? I would bring Ambernite without a question. Ambernite. Yeah. Ambernite is basically a collection of natural... Um, Around 30 uh, organic ingredients, a lot of green things and, and so on, and bilberries, all these beautiful things that we have in Finland. And uh, mm. it's like a bioorganic version of Soylent. Mm. Soylent is more of a chemical construction. Yeah. Ambronite is uh, is a bioorganic version of that that actually um, has the things that your body needs, but probably a lot of things that we don't know a lot about yet. Okay. We often look in labels, look at vitamins and minerals and uh, carbohydrates and fatty acids and protein, but there is more to it when it comes to, to plants and uh, uh, their biochemical constituents that are never in labels. Uh, Polyphenols and hormones and... You got it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, what do you think is the most pressing health issue? facing humanity at this time? The biggest pressing health issue is uh, elevated stress from modern lifestyle. Getting bombarded by messages on a constant basis from television, radio, newspapers, all, all these things. The CNN stands for Crisis News Network. And this is the constant state of crisis that people are in. Mm. And um, that is definitely creating this kind of stimulatory environment that is not good for us, that contributes to many of the disease. Uh, that, that we are fighting uh, with, especially as we age, uh, speeding up degenerative diseases from diabetes to cardiovascular disease to uh, uh, breaking down of different parts of your system, things like Parkinson's disease and so on. So to me, um, kind of taking a little bit of distance and going to nature is one of the real solutions to it. I mean, I can do all the biohacks in the world, but I know this in my own data. If I spend more time in nature, um, I don't have to do all those biohacks. It's really bringing the balance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, just a couple more here, and if that book pops in, you let me know. Yeah, I have it actually. Okay. Um, so there's a series of authors uh, that 
are quite timely, that publish things that are relevant to these times that we live in. Um, one of them is uh, Team First, definitely with his book series from For Our Work Week, For Our Body, and Jeff, and tools of titles, all that. Mm -hmm. But also Noah Harari uh, with um, Sapiens. Sapiens. Sapiens and, um, he's, he's published a series of books that are really kind of uh, investigating the transhumanist aspect, where we are moving as species and where we are coming from. Uh, always reflecting on history is key. And there's one uh, key person from history that I want to also mention, because everyone's to point things that just recently came out. There's this guy called... Uh, um, well, I lost it. <laughs> you know what the book name is? or? Yeah, so... Um, Medium is the message. Medium. Marshall McLuhan, yeah. Marshall, Marshall McLuhan. McLuhan was a Canadian uh, media theorist in the 60s, so we are in Canada. I think Marshall McLuhan is the key person to look in these times because he was looking at our media consumption in a time when we didn't have you know, the internet we have today. And he was all probably talking about technologies as an extension of man and how computer systems are an extension of our nervous systems. And now we see that manifesting our day-to-day -day life and biohacking also like when, when we look at our technologies extensions of us uh, so he articulates super beautiful many of these aspects uh, mm. quite some time ago yeah. I'm not good with names so I'm, I, I reflect on bigger concepts yeah definitely these people are comfortable okay yeah. someone I've heard of but I've never actually read his stuff so thank you for the reminder and just to wrap up here when you hear the term redefining reality, what does that bring up in you? Oh, well, the first question is what is real and what is not. When people say, you know, about virtual reality, that it's not real, or online, you know, life and aspects and social media is not real life, uh, to, me, to me it's as real experience as any other experience. Uh, so when we, when we talk, talk about reality, it's what you make out of it. And redefining reality then for me is to change your reality tunnel, the way I look at reality from different uh, aspects. And um, so I think that's that's what redefining reality really is about. Standing on the roof of the house of the sun When I heard that song of sweet devotion I in the room stood together Two miles above the ocean I didn't know the words but the tone was clear A gift to the gods of the atmosphere, yeah A memory locked in time And a melody for humankind you Open up, open up your heart let the love come shining, love come shining in Open up, open up your heart Let the love come shining, love come shining in Come shining in As I looked to the south, above the clouds Mona Kea stood tall, Mona Loa stood proud And the roots still stood together Taking in that island weather And as the music faded 
Yeah. 